0: Welcome once again to Tafalado. We're here as part of BrazilPod, the Brazilian Portuguese pronunciation lessons for speakers of Spanish. And this comes to you from the University of Texas here in Austin. Well, hello, my name is Orlando Kelm, and this is lesson number 24. 24, right. Yes. And today we're talking about intonation. intonation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same team as always, we're all gathered here together. We're doing something a little bit different today, though, right, Michele? Yeah. Which is. We're gonna talk about our our intonation the way, the the way, way that we speak, that we speak yeah in yeah, portuguese right. so instead of comparing it's, with spanish yeah. and mm-hmm. portuguese like we normally do today we're just going to listen to some clips and help yeah. people notice wow mm-hmm. look what's happening with the yes. with the intonation there uh-huh. and we were actually uh, recorded secretly yeah that's right, right. right. we should confess yeah. that we recorded these <laughs> and invaldo without them knowing it yeah <laughs> they sound just great <laughs> it was wonderful wasn't it high pitch <laughs> Spanish and Portuguese intonation is very, very different. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that distinguishes Portuguese is its music that goes along with it. Very musical. You know, just this morning I was with a, a, a friend of our family who's in high school, a lady from, a girl from Mexico, and she has a friend from Brazil. And she says whenever she visits the house of the Brazilians, it sounds like they're mad and angry at each other. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Just because for her that intonation of uh-huh. Portuguese, you know, Ma, não quero favor. That's so musical. Yeah. But it yes. sounds very, great. very, like you say, very musical. Yeah. It's nice so intonation, musical. high pitch, low. Her song. impression, though, is that it makes them sound agitated a little bit. Oh. oh. Okay. And so, anyway, it is very different. Uh, I know in my case, uh, I have a real hard time when I speak Spanish not putting Portuguese intonation in it. Mm-hmm. So Orlando, the, when I listen to Portuguese, it seems like everybody's very relaxed. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah but very, very up-and-down sing song mm-hmm. Well, the listen first clip is, we're going to actually. listen to um, uh, today, don't worry about understanding the clips. We're not going to translate it. We don't really care what the words are, the meaning. We just want you to listen to the music of it. And one of the things we're going to hear today is in the first clip, Valdo says the word, oh, really, it is. And he really goes, we always do it. Right. Yeah, it's very so very typical. Yeah, uh-huh. so as you listen to this clip, both, both uh, Vivian and Valdo, when they repeat that line, really stretch out that word mesmo. So let's listen to clip number one and then we'll come back and talk about it. So, Mike, would you roll that for us? Ah, é mesmo! Dentro de alguns cinemas aqui, eles servem comida. Gostoso, né? Ah, é mesmo! Dentro de alguns cinemas aqui, eles servem comida. Gostoso, né? Okay, so, what did you hear in that? Uh, the intonation, the the rising of the tone and everything. In Spanish we don't say that, we just say, lo mismo, or es lo mismo. You know, one of the things that Spanish speakers do too is they can add an extra word. Yeah. They can say, eso sí es interesante. Eso right? sí es verdad, right, yeah, that word eso goes. es interesante. Yeah, we use you know. our intonation to express emotion, you know, normally that's what it is. Yeah. So anyway, that's a good clip for that. Let's have everybody listen to that clip just one more time and to focus on that word "é e mesmo." Ah, it mesmo. Dentro de alguns cinemas aqui, eles servem comida. Gostoso, né? Ah, é mesmo. Dentro de alguns cinemas aqui, eles servem comida. Gostoso, né? Okay, let's move on to clip number 2. In clip number 2, one of the features of Portuguese intonation is the stress syllable doesn't always have the highest pitch, where it, it, it ought to, you know? Yes. yes. And so like, you know, the unstressed syllable has this, yeah. the highest pitch. So we're yes. going to hear the word, então, tá. Então is a stressed syllable. It means entonces. Entonces. But but Michele doesn't say então. She goes, então. Então. Então, tá. <laughs> for me, that doesn't sound <laughs> like Portuguese. Sound sounds like another <laughs> language. But what it means is Portuguese speakers are able to put the higher pitch on the syllable before the stressed one. Yeah. And you know, so for example, the word when we are talking about a list, right? Of things, you know, if you say, for example, onions, lettuce, and vegetables, instead of saying cebola, alface, and legumes, what would and you we say? say? go Cebola. Alface, cebola, alface, face, legumes, legumes, tomate. tomate. <laughs> and we say tomates, cebollas, legumbres. Right, so you put the stress on the stress syllable. That's right. And yeah, it's, it's saying we cebola, alface. Ah, si. That's really strange to, to have a pre-stress syllable have the high Which pitch. Which is the highest. yeah. And so when you hear this clip, you're going to hear Michelle go, Então And when Vivian repeats it, she does the same thing. Então um, and again, listen to the musicality of the rest of the phrase. And Michelle, how do you say, I have to, go, I have to buy onions. Tenho que comprar cebolas. Yeah, that's no, this is normal because yeah, it's not, not a list. list it's in, not a list. Actually, normally we need things. So, uh, Mike, let's roll clip number two. Então tá. A gente come massa com espinafre e toma as bebidas enquanto assiste o filme. Okay. That was clip number two. Now in clip number three, this is the one where we video clip or we, we uh, taped Michele in Valdo without them knowing it. We should probably explain the background here. Every time we do a lesson, we practice a little bit before. Mm -hmm. And I enjoy the practices as much as the actual (laughs) presentation because we have a great time, as a matter of fact. It was funny. We're kind of revealing the 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 behind-the-scenes here a little bit. This is a lesson where if you go back to the lesson on epithetic vowels, we talked about hot dog versus hot doggy. And so this is the clip where we're talking about how we're going to pronounce that. There are a couple of things we want to notice from this clip. Number one is just how high Michele's voice is able to get. I mean it's it's amazing. I would be in the hospital if my voice had to go back. <laughs> to like, no, no. Uh, oh, but yeah. she just goes just way up there. <laughs> and, and so I want you to hear just how high her pitch goes. There's another phrase that, uh, where she's going to say "eli como sabe inglês" He's going to Hot Doggy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we'll Tell come I'll back and talk comment. about that construct mm-hmm. a little bit as well, but for, first of all, just listen to the clip, and as you listen, don't worry about what they're saying, just listen to the pitch and the sound and the rhythm. So, we want to hear clip number three, Mike. I want to hear ele ah. speak <coughs> Hot Doggy. It was a controversy, because he wanted to speak fast food. But I don't do fast food. I don't speak fast não food, but I'm a force of hot for dog. Então Porque a gente vai fala. No cultural note, vamos fazer... O cast que se do. fala, geralmente? Cachorro-quente. Não, mas a gente fala hot dog. É, mas, mas se você pessoas... dissesse, se, se dissesse... Se dissesse falasse não. no Brasil... É. Ah, eu ele, sei, como sei. sabe inglês, <risos> ele vai falar hot dog. Mas... Um hot dog. Ninguém vai entender o que é, né, Lodi? As é. pessoas é. falam hot dog. Hot dog. Então fala, eu, queria, eu queria salientar isso no cultural note, é. que eu não falo hot dog. Falam hot dog. You know, I still am amazed at the word, mas as pessoas falam. I just don't know how you got up there. I just cannot believe how high your pitch is. <laughs> <laughs> no, mas a gente fala assim. <laughs> no, mas a gente fala assim. It's so yeah. cool. Especially girls. Yeah, eyes. clearly that, that a woman can do that much yeah. more than a, a man can in that, that intonation pattern. Mm-hmm. But boy, it gets up there. My Michelle is very unique. <laughs> sounds just great. <laughs> Um, Truth of the matter is it's not all that unique, and that's pretty typical of Brazilian speakers. She's a very unique individual, but the intonation (laughs) is pretty common. Uh, Let's talk about that one phrase, though, when you went, ele, como sabe falar inglês, ele vai falar hot doggy. That's what we call a topic comment sort of construction. Mm -hmm. And, I don't know, Valdo, can you think of a couple other examples of that sort of pattern? Uh, O rapaz... Ele fala bem o português. So so you say, o rapaz, there's your topic, and then you repeat the phrase, ele fala bem. So you're taking the the topic, and then when you repeat it, you're still using the word he. It's like saying the elephants, they are big. My friends, they are here. In Spanish, Mm -hmm. would never say that. Not as much, huh? No. And so that's a very typical pattern, and and there's a rhythm that goes with it. A minha mãe, ela fala bem. And so why don't you repeat for us that line that, ele como sabe inglês. Ele, como sabe inglês, ele vai falar hot dog. And that gives a rhythm to the speech yes, as well. So does. as we repeat this clip again, Mike, let's have everybody listen to the pitch that Michele goes through in terms of how higher voice goes, and see if they can catch that line, ele como sabe inglês. And if you've got to catch that line, mais as pessoas falam. Eu quero ver ele Hot dog. É porque foi uma, foi uma controvérsia, porque ela queria que eu falasse que com outro fast full. Eu não falo fast food. Eu também não falo fast food. Eu não falo food, mas mas eu vou hot dog. Aqui. Então porque a gente vai fala. no Cultural Note, vamos fazer. Questão. O que você que fala, geralmente? Cachorro-quente.
1: Não, ah, mas a gente mas, fala, quer dizer, não, mas a
0: gente fala hot dog. É, mas, mas se, se vezes... você dissesse se, se dissesse. se você falasse no Brasil. É. Ele, see, como see. sabe inglês, <laughs> ele vai falar hot dog. Mas hot dog. ninguém vai entender o que é, né? Logo. As pessoas <laughs> falam hot dog. Hot dog. Fala eu, queria, fast food. eu queria salientar isso no cultural note <laughs> <laughs> que eu não falo. Falo hot dog. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. Okay, clip number four. In this one again, this is the uh, secret recording of uh, Valdo and Micheli. Uh, we're still talking about our fast food. Uh, on this clip, I would, would like everybody to notice we still have that pitch that goes really high, but there's one line that Valdo is going to say, Mas o objetivo é esse, né? Now, normally, the word order is subject, verb, object. Yeah. And whenever you change that word order, it makes things stand out more. Mm-hmm. And so, it what he's what really saying right. is, O <inaudible> objetivo, the object, é esse. <inaudible> And that's exactly what you do when you go that esse. By changing the word order, you also raise your pitch. Mm-hmm. And so you'll hear Valdo do the same thing Michele does, but just not quite as high. <laughs> so he'll say, "Mais o esse." No. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's listen to clip number four again. Don't worry about understanding it. Just listen to the music of how it's produced. <laughs> 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 Yes, yes. O que você fala? Não, é, a gente fala é. fast food, mas as pessoas gente, falam é. fast food é. com hino um no fast. É, mas o objetivo é esse, né, Doris? Exatamente. Mas eu que a gente Aí ele enfatiza tentar, que nós não falamos assim. É, assim que nós dois que é. Nós, é, não nós falamos. dois não falamos, <laughs> mas o resto é não. <laughs> Okay, so, you know, not only do Brazilians have a gigantic rise in pitch, but that rise is sustained, isn't it? Yeah. You know, once the voice goes up, it stays up for the rest of the sentence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's another difference where in English we may have a rise in certain words, but we don't stay up there. We'd say, she really is smart. We don't say, she really is smart. I mean, we don't don't stay up there once (laughs) we get up there. And Orlando, it happened, excuse me, in a normal conversation or if the person is excited? I think it's a good question. It's normal, yeah. A normal conversation I would I say. Think so. And and I think the what happens is a Spanish speaker will think that they're more excited than they really are. That's right. Because they sound happy. <laughs> you know, the same thing happens, I always tell my students that when or we're, sometimes when, when angry. we Spanish, yeah. you say, don't go around saying, gracias. No, we don't say that. You so know, because gracias. it's that same thing where we'd use our thank you type of pitch yeah. and say, gracias, that same way. And mm-hmm. it gives the impression of being overexcited. That's right. It's the same thing when Brazilians are using their normal intonation for a Spanish speaker, it'll give the impression that they're more excited than they really are. Mm-hmm. But it's just I natural. See. Yeah, it's, it's natural. It uh-huh. mm-hmm. All right. Okay, let's go to clip number five. In clip number five, uh, the same thing is happening, but I like this clip because we happen to be mixing three languages. And so you'll be able to hear José Luis speaking some Spanish, I'll be speaking some English, and Valdo Michele are speaking Portuguese. We kinda mix it all together when <laughs> we're up here. Yeah. But it just gives you all a chance to hear some of that musicality of those three languages. So with that, Mike, let's listen to clip number five. Na verdade eu não escuto muito a gente falar hot dog. Sim, fala Cachorro mais quente. cachorro-quente, mas quando quente vai falar... É que a gente precisava de usar as palavras para... Well, we'll play with it. We'll let people know that cachorro-quente is also said a lot. Mas quando as pessoas vão falar... É. Hot dog. Hot, hot, falar hot dog. Hot dog yeah, if they ever said it. Sim. Yeah. sim. Porque Orlando lo dirá em inglês. Hot dog. Uh, hot eu diria dog. cachorro-quente, para falar a verdade. Eu falo em português. Eu não falaria hot dog sim. nunca. É. Nice. I like that. Yes. That was cool. It's a nice. Cool week. Week. <laughs> it's a nice I, really I really like that. Okay. Well, welcome to the secret life then of uh, those of us in talk a lot what we do before we actually have a, a broadcast. Let's summarize here. We've said that in Portuguese. To show emphasis in their intonation, there are a couple of things that, we, that are pretty typical. Number one is to lengthen the sound. Mm-hmm. The second one is to put a higher pitch on the pretonic syllable. syllable. Uh, the next one is when the pitch goes up, it stays up. Mm-hmm. You know, do the whole thing. And then we have the topic-comment construction. Mm-hmm. Oh, or when it are listing things. Right, oh, right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Listing things, like over here, when I was saying, like, para botar alto na boca, yeah. it's kind of sturdy and list, so it kind of, mm-hmm. boca. It goes yeah. up for sure. So that topic-comment, uh, that, that uh, changes the word order as well. So anyway, those are all, or oh, and change the word order. We talked about how mm-hmm. oh, you yes. can change the word order. Yeah. All those give a little bit of its musicality. Well, with that, we're at the end of lesson number 24, which is a pretty fun lesson, as a matter of fact. Yeah. Sure. It was. <laughs> we remind everybody yeah. don't worry about understanding what you just heard in the clips, but you can go to the PDF file, see how it's all written out so you can follow along, but just listen to the musicality. And with that, ta falado. Yep, yeah. see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.